all right people what is going on back with another episode 399 of the first and frame rate show i mean we're one away from 400 and uh today we're going to get into uh georgia southern southern sunbelt media day recap i'm gonna give you my thoughts and opinions um i just got finished listening to it for the first time but prior to starting the show because i wanted to give you a fresh thoughts and opinions about it uh I want to let you guys know first and foremost, I want to thank you guys. We're really close to 400 episodes and um, it's been a really good ride for the past year or so when I started doing the show Monday through Friday. Um, before I keep, you know, before I say anything else, I want to thank DJ and Bills Forth. Those two guys basically started the show with me and they pretty much, you know, help you know, upstart where this show is now. I mean, it's a whole different format, but those guys were great, you know, uh, sacrificing time to, you know, do the show, whatever the case may be. They both went on to do different things, but I always take the time to thank those guys for helping start this show. So I appreciate those guys very, very much. And also I want to thank you guys for, you know, watching day in and day out. You guys are amazing for the support, the sharing, the liking, the subscribing, the five-star ratings that you guys give, the feedback. I can't thank you guys enough. So um, I plan on doing something really uh, different for episode uh, 400. I'm probably going to do a Q&A. So on my Twitter, which is at VFBaller, um, I will put the link down into the description and also I'll probably put a poll up on the community tab on YouTube so you guys could find out where I am and give me some questions which you may want to, uh, you know, want to ask. Cause I, I basically just going to do a Q and a for, uh, episode 400. It can, you know, arrange on all type of topics under the, uh, George Southern and Atlanta Falcons umbrella. So let me know what you guys think. And, uh, We'll just go from there. All right, enough of all of that. Once again, thank you guys. Um, if this is your first time here, welcome. This is the first and brain rate show. I am Via Volo. Over here we talk about George Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. I can be found on YouTube, Rumble, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And um, it, it's just a great time right now. Um, the media day um, was yesterday for Georgia Southern. They had some questions and answers. I'm not going to talk about too much as far as sound bites or whatever, but I'm just going to give you my thoughts and opinions of the the q a that they had um during media day um first and foremost um if you've been following the show uh it's not much different than what you've already heard from the coaches um it is good to, for them to be on a bigger platform to speak on what george southern's about because a lot of people look at georgia southern and they give us a, a very mediocre uh uh shake at the at the Sun Belt title and I understand it it's a transition uh, a transition from what we used to do to what we're doing now I mean a whole different coaching staff a lot of different players a lot of players that are going to be here going to be uh significant skill players so it's going to be a little bit different when it comes to actually um you know playing football for Georgia Southern now with that being said I think what we have here I think it's going to make the transition extremely fast and I think it's going to be extremely efficient. I think a lot of people who are thinking that it's going to be another three and nine seasons going to be in a rude awakening. I kind of respect the five and seven, six and six, seven and five talk. I kind of respect that because it's realistic with all the changes in the new coaching staff and all it's realistic. Now me, I'm already out on a limb 
just saying that this team is going to be uh i already said this team is going to be uh eight and four i already said that this is going to be eight and four I, I firmly believe that and i'm sticking with it i think with the team that we have now and the way that this team is built i think we can win eight games this season now uh Coach Helton was asked a few questions about the location, how things were between, you know, compared to L.A. to uh, Statesboro. He talked about the mentality that he's bringing to the team and what type of uh, scheme that they, they want to run with this team. And like I said, if you've been on the show or watched this show, it's nothing new to what we already talked about. Coach Helton wants to run a balanced attack. He wants to run the ball between the tackles and be physical. But he also realized, like he said, he wants to throw the ball down the field. He want he know at the FBS level the passing game has to be uh something of um you know it has to be something of you know significance. And I know a lot of people from the old guard who are used to the running the triple option being very very effective with it. And there's nothing wrong with that because the, the triple option was very effective in the FCS days. We also have to realize when you move up to the next level, we have to move and change with the times. And I'm and and I'm all for it. So when you already have good athletes and all good receivers, like Coach Helton did say in the um in the presser, you all all you need is really a, a, a decent and a solid quarterback. Okay, that's where Cal Vantries came in. Cal Vantries came from Buffalo, and uh, one thing that Coach Helton and Cal Vantries said is that when they visited Georgia Southern, it felt like a place to be. It felt like home. It felt like football. It's one thing about being in Statesboro and being on Georgia Southern campus, even as a student, that you may not know nothing about football. If you're at Georgia Southern, you smell football in the air. It's just there. I mean, it's, it's, it's always been. It's just something about that area off of 301 in, in Statesboro, Georgia. It's just something about it that just, it just oozes football. You just have to be there to understand it. So this is why a lot of kids like um, Colton Fitzgerald or when you see Terrence Gibbs, the four-star running back, or you have all these other guys who come to Statesboro and basically don't want to leave. And I'm not just talking about the kids. Even the parents who are there, they turn into uh, GATA moms almost instantly when they come to Statesboro. It, it's not necessarily – and it has something to do with the recruiting of uh, Coach Clay Helton or even the former uh, coaches that was there, the Chad Lunsfords of the world. You know, it, 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 it will, you know, Will Fritz. It has something to do with the coaching and recruiting, but it's just something about that area. It's always been that way. I mean, even before I went to the school and I was just going to some of the games as, you know, when I was in high school or when, you know, me and a couple of my friends went to the went, went to games back in the day. Georgia Southern just it, it's football. We talk about the other sports and other sports are absolutely phenomenal at Georgia Southern, but Georgia Southern football, the campus is football. It, it, it is what it is. But. I can, I can ramble about that for a long time. Nevertheless, when you talk about the culture and how things being done by the coaching staff, Cal Van Trees comes in and says he loves what the coaching staff is doing, bringing a new staff in, but he realized that the team is being built by the players. The players are stepping up and bringing the culture, the newfound culture of Georgia Southern to the team. 
He's bringing the culture to the team. And that's what make another thing that makes it really special because when he comes in and brings his leadership, you have a Dylan Sprinkle, which I'll talk about him in a second. He brings his leadership. Even, you know, the recently retired J.D. King, what he was able to do in this transition. And a lot of people don't realize J.D. King was really, you know, uh, helpful throughout the even the three and nine season into this offseason, you know, getting players together to learn about Georgia being a, a Georgia Southern football player. And when you have this uh, mentality and you have, you know, the, you know, just the atmosphere of being a good, not just a, a good a man or a man or a player on the field. When you have the, the culture to actually have other players around to be successful as well, it just brings a good culture. It brings a good vibe. It brings a situation where you want to play for this team and you want to be successful. And I think, you know, with what these guys are trying to accomplish, I think it, it 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 can bring that level of success. Now, with Dylan Springer, he comes in and he also talks about the culture. And one thing that he said that what he learned about uh, Coach Helton is when Coach Helton came into Statesboro and he had a conversation with Coach Kelly Helton. Said they talked about, you know, one or two hours. And I can believe that. Coach Helton seems like the type of guy that can talk football all day long. And, it, and it's, it's really amazing. And when he got out of that conversation with Clay Health, with Coach, he knew that this, this is what he wanted to do. He wanted to return for his final season and play football or for another season and play football under this coach. And it just goes to show you what this team is about. Not what this team is about, but what this coach and this coaching staff is about. They want players to come in and play football. They want them to be their best. They want them to exceed and um, succeed at the highest level possible wearing the blue and white. I think Dylan Springer, what he's going to bring to the table with not only just what, what makes him special, not only with what he's, you know, trying to buy into what Coach Helton is doing, but for him to be around from the old, you know, staff to the new staff. And he saw so much within a six. I, I, I don't know if he's been here for the whole, entire six. I can't remember. But for the years he's been here from the old coaching staff to the new staff, he brings another level, uh, another set of eyes that is somewhat different from what the coaching staff have now because he see what it's like to be a Georgia Southern Eagle. Some things that Coach Clay Helton and Matt Merritt and, you know, um, the defensive uh, the defensive coordinator and uh, all the other guys, Applin and, and, you know, all the other guys that was here, that are here, he, can may, he may already have shown and told them things that they may not know about the culture and the, the, the lifestyle of being in Statesboro as a coach or as a player or just an individual because it, it, it it's a different style. I can say it's a different style. It's a different way of life being a Georgia Southern Eagle. You know, I've been to different campuses and, you know, like for instance, I've been, and you know, I, I, I'm, I'm here in Columbia, South Carolina. I've been to, uh, you know, the Gamecocks, uh, South Carolina Gamecocks campus. I've been there. Um, it doesn't feel like a football town. Yes, they have a very, you know, very immaculate, you know, stadium, William Bryce Stadium. And, um, but it doesn't feel like a football campus. You know, it, you could, I mean, it's basically, 
the campus is basically like downtown. You know, the 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 stadium is right next to a fairground, which is uh, you know, it it doesn't have a football atmosphere. And, you know, it, it, I I guess that makes sense. When you go to Paulson Stadium, you can look all around that area. You know, the pubs and the the, the little small, you know, the the small um houses and the and the apartment complexes. It just seems like everybody around that area just waiting for kickoff, you know. So, like I said, once again, it's just the atmosphere and and the lifestyle that you know, um, uh, Dylan Sprinker may know about. That that's just going to give out give off a different type of perspective, and for him to come in and wanting to play once again, it shows the younger guys as well. Like, hey, if he's going to be around, this is another reason why I want to be here, and. You know, it's it's just a beautiful thing. It's not many other questions that was really uh, put out there when it comes to the, the, the media day recap. It was a really good um, showing of Georgia Southern and the things that was said was really good. But if you've been on this show, you kind of already know what was said because I always talk about it. I always talk about when it comes to Coach Clay Helton and what he's bringing to the table and what he's what he's been able to transition over to within the last uh you know six seven eight months from november bringing guys in recruiting at a high level and one thing that he did say and i didn't even know this they went to 159 counties back in january all 159 in the state of georgia and i'm not really sure if this is accurate maybe he's just saying it just in talk in 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 conversation or answering the question there was rumbling saying they did it again in may so not only that they went through all 159 counties back in January, which, I, you know, I talked about that extensively, and I thought it was really impressive, they did it for a second time around five months later, which is really, really cool. You know, they're trying to get themselves entrenched in the state of Georgia when it comes to recruiting at a high level. Now, I, will, I, I, I want to say this. I want Georgia Southern to get to a point where we compete with the Georgia Bulldogs, and I know that's a very, very 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 far-fetched statement i think that we're too far gone i think georgia's too far gone when it comes to that with them winning a the national title it's going to be very difficult to even come close to that but i will i i still stand by i want georgia southern to be the second best uh football team in the state of georgia and i think we are very very close to doing that i don't really give i really don't look at georgia tech as being anything if any team that i really see a threat to that is georgia state i'm actually impressed with what they have done over there um i still want to kick them around you know in turn of field but i do I, I do respect the transition that they have done from being in the fcs to the fbs but i think with the coaching staff we have i think we're going to be able to achieve that second best team in the state status i think we will you know what we've done is only the beginning what coach helton has done is only the beginning when it comes to actual recruiting bringing that mentality um uh bringing players in that's going to be successful now you look at all these other guys that you know coach helton has recruited and i don't want to get into this too far after van Trees, you got colton fitzgerald right behind him you got zach roseman you got the dallas brothers you got brooks pango probably coming in we have a plethora of quarterbacks that's going to be around, that's going to look really good. Kind of Sikowski. 
I don't know where the quarterback situation is going to be, what it's going to be like in 2023, but we know that it's going to be, it, it, it's very much secured. We're in a really good situation right now when it comes to the quarterback position. And that's one thing that he emphasized heavily from, you know, the time that he was looking to be uh, uh, the coach at USC and everything didn't pan out. But for the seven years he was there, he was 46 and 24. It's not necessarily bad. Is it USC standards? That That's debatable at this point because USC does have a pedigree of winning national championships, but they haven't done anything in like 12, 13, 15 years. You know, I mean, whatever the case may be, I mean, whatever. I don't, I don't even want to talk about the team at the end, of, to be honest with you. But with him having that pedigree to have um, success starting at the quarterback level and the offensive coordinator he's brought, brought in to actually have um, success at the quarterback level and running offense that's going to be, you know, very friendly to getting, you know, uh, or, well, getting, well, moving the ball down the field. We're going to be in a really good uh, uh, shape at, at the quarterback and offensive uh, position. And this is why I say we're going to, I think we're going to shock a lot of people. I think a lot of people are, are going to take us lightly. And I think we're going to win eight games. And before I close, once again, I think I said that already, I'm going to say this. The defensive side of the ball, Will Harris, the defensive coordinator, with the Dylan Springer and uh, Justin Ellis and Todd Bradley Glenn and, and Derek Canteen, you know, Mari Wingard from Elon, Tyler Bride, you know, you, we're going to have a lot of players. I'm not really sure. Is Justin Birdsong still on the team? I, I, I can't remember. I hope he is. I like I like that kid a lot. But it, it just crossed my mind. I, I didn't know. But when you look at this defense, th this defense already was good. The defense was all the defense kept us in a lot of games over the last three, four years. Um the three and nine season last year was basically because we had too many people injured. You know, you gotta understand Tyler Bradley, Glenn went down, Quinn, not Quinn Williams, but um uh Watson Trent Trent Watson I think he went down with an injury you know we we Derek Canteen one of the most notable injuries we had a lot of injuries but the defense always been in a position to keep us close in games but I think now we're going to be in a situation where with strength and conditioning with you know what uh um the one of the first things Dylan Springer talked about was strength and conditioning uh, I think this is going to be uh, a totally different situation. Uh, injuries do happen in football. It ha it, I mean, it's a part of the game. And I'm pretty sure some will happen. But I don't think it's going to be to the extent where it was last year. It was pretty bad. And um, I think we're also going to be in a position to shock a lot of people once again on the defensive level. And uh, this is another reason why I say eight wins. Because a lot of people are looking at our team and not really grasping what this team is about. This is about to go back to what I said in another episode, and I said this on Twitter as well. You can't listen to a lot of outsiders about your team. If you know your team, you know where your deficiencies are. Our deficiencies on the offensive line. Yes, it could get better, but they're really young, and they need to learn how to pass block. So that's where our deficiencies are. You know, I'm still kind of skeptical, you know, with the secondary. Even with Derek Canteen, what the secondary is going to be like without Dal Breaker and, and, you know, what it's going to be like with the, a lot of new faces. You know, my, my favorite recruit that came in, Ashton Whitner, I believe he's going to have to step up early. And I think he will. 
But when you have freshmen in, it, it, it causes some form of question marks. So I think we're going to be okay at the end of the day. I, I, I have no um, real concerns, but I know where we lack at. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, overcome that and maybe win more than eight games. Yeah, maybe I'm talking too much right there. Maybe I'm going too far with that. But nevertheless, I love what the recap, you know I mean? I love what the media day, the questions and answers was. I think they did a phenomenal job. Shout out to Coach Clay Helton, Kyle Vantrese, and Dylan Springer. I think they did a phenomenal job representing Georgia Southern. I think they did a really good job answering the questions. And I love these type of media days because these the questions that was asked were very good. Shout out to the media as well. Very good questions. You know, there wasn't many gotcha questions, any weird questions, unlike, you know, the Atlanta Falcons media. My God, sometimes those questions are just horrible. But that's another story for another day. Shout out to the media and everything. I think they put on a very professional show. It looked really, really good. Um, so that's pretty much it for this episode. If you like this commentary, hit the like button. Share this podcast. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. 399. Once again, man, I will put this out on my social media platforms. I'm definitely going to be doing a Q&A for episode 400. Give me all your questions. Um, let me know what you guys think. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter at VFBaller. Um, that's uh, short for virtual footballer, VF baller. You can find me. I'll have the link down in the description where you can give me your questions. I also will be putting up um, something in the community tab on YouTube. Give me your Q&A. Also, if you want to, give me your questions down in the comments of this video as well. Any questions that you have about Georgia Southern or Atlanta Falcons football. And we will uh, put it out there for you guys. Um, for you guys for episode 400 and uh, i just thank you guys once again shout out to dj and bills for um paving the way and thank you guys for watching and supporting i will see you guys on the next one and uh episode 400 like i said you guys take it easy you guys be blessed uh peace